Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. Hello and welcome to the Gachat, the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, hey, what's up with cars? Let's talk about superheroes. But John, that's what we do all the time every week. Yes, but this time we're doing it again. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm Lucas Southworth and he's John Bishop. We're the hosts of the podcast, of the podcast that you're listening to. Of the podcast. So what are we talking about in regards to superheroes this week? I, this was your idea. We've done, we've done this episode before. That's right, believe... Lucas. We're talking about the Snyder Cut. Uh, oh. Little known fact that there is a Snyder Cut of all of the Cars films. Uh, oh. And uh, it, it is unfortunate that we haven't heard about them as widely as we should have because uh, the movement would clearly have also encouraged Cars to be released. Snyder Cut, HBO, you know, the hard gritty... Uh, color washed out weird teal effect on everything everything's wet uh four hours per film would have been great yeah and as we all know it will fix every single problem that every person had uh it will go from being a universally not super well received movie to the greatest movie of all time i'm talking of course of cars about cars too not about uh justice league i have no opinions on that Mm -hmm. uh uh uh, as as I'm sure you all have heard, and spoiler alert, if you haven't, uh, it's come out that in the Cars 2 Snyder Cut, which is going to be four hour-long episodes on HBO, uh, this episodes. time this time HBO has decided to allow us to know beforehand that uh, Mater does kill a lot. Uh, yeah, and, and this time in Cars 2, we actually get to see Darkseid. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's that's very exciting. Darkseid shows up uh, in the middle of the film, but he uh-huh. does then leave and doesn't impact the plot all that much, which is strange because it is, you know, four hours long of one film, which is now also a TV show. Yeah, you did mention it was episode, so it is a television show also now. Uh-huh. Just just a little side note, you did hear that about the Snyder Cut of the Justice League, right? Oh, it's got, they're cutting it into episodes like they did with Quibi movies? I mean... I didn't know they did that with Quibi, but yes. Yeah, a lot of the content that was Quibi were actually like original films that they just cut into 10-minute chunks and released. Quibi was a monster of a platform that I have a lot of thoughts about that will not fit here. Are you sure? Because I'm very curious. It's just... 10 minutes is such an awkward amount of time. People want either ultra short or like an hour long and they only allowed you to watch it on your phone. And who cares that you could like have it in portrait or landscape mode. And like, it makes me sad because a lot of people worked really, really hard to make 
the best content they could for it or had the content that they made separately cut into 10 minute chunks and viewed exclusively on a cell phone. And that's really sad. And it was a dumb platform and it makes me mad to think about. And that's Lucas's take on Quibi. It's most people's take on Quibi, but just condensed into one take. Now you did say uh, was, is Quibi already over? If it's not, it's gonna be. It made no money. <laughs> All right, bold take, bold take. Uh, I will re- retort that it's got Idris Elba, so it's it can't be all bad. Yeah, like I'm sure some people made some decent, like like the content made for it. I obviously have watched none of it because I'm so angry about Quibi, but I'm sure there were some excellent artists and actors and uh, filmmakers and content creators who made some really cool stuff for it. But the platform itself is stupid as hell. Fair enough. I also haven't watched any of it. No one has. <laughs> because why would they? You can't watch it. It's movies. But you can't. But they're 10 minute chunks and you can't watch them on your TV. All right. So we've learned with the uh, advent of Netflix that what people are willing to watch is strange. Because yeah. if you have one movie that is eight hours long, no one's going to watch it. But if you have a TV show that is eight hour long episodes, people will sit down and watch all of it in one day. Yeah. So what if Quibi heard that and thought, okay, but what if we made a movie into episodes? I mean, I don't know, man. I think they were thinking like, ah, oh, the attention span of today, like, we've got to nail that. And like, that's a good thought of like, people want like the desire for length of content has changed, but it has not changed into 10 minutes. It has changed to like three at tops or otherwise you're going a full hour. Like that's what all YouTube videos are. They're either like three minutes long or one hour long. I mean, I've always been a fan of the 10 minute to 20 minute YouTube video. I I can see how 10 minute videos might be a thing. 10 minute, I, I don't know, 10 minute like episodes of something doesn't make sense to me though. Like, like 10 minute like, hey, I'm vlogging about my life or 10 minute like, I did some pranks. Like, right, but sure. think about like Adventure Time. Yeah, but those are paired to fill a 30 minute time slot. Like, when they originally released, they were designed to fill a 30-minute time slot still, probably. See, I don't, I don't know think that, Quibi's but... saying, hey, you only have time to watch it for 10 minutes, so watch a 10-minute thing. I think it's more of a, hey, you're a weird person like everyone else. You probably like feeling like you finished something. So why not finish a bunch of things? Sit down for three hours and watch, I don't know, 18 different episodes of a tv show while holding your phone in your hand the whole time or you can wear one of those wonderful things that like wrap around your neck and hold your phone in front of you okay we're talking a lot about quibi which is like not even topical anymore but i have to respond because one part of the marketing was literally like for when you only have 10 minutes like <laughs> all of the commercials i don't know only quibi. about a quibi <laughs> Yeah, that was the whole thing. They were like, we're inventing a new word for 10-minute slots of free time in which you will watch our content. Like, what are you talking about? And two, what do you... I feel like what everyone does when they watch things on Netflix on the TV nowadays is 
they watch it, but also they have their phone in their hand and are scrolling through Facebook or Twitter or Reddit or something. While also playing the Switch. Yes, like they're doing three things at once, most of the time involving their phone. But (laughs) you put the content on the phone and they can't, and you you say, no, you can't watch it on the TV, (laughs) which baffling. I've got the solution for this. You watch a Quibi on your phone while you're uh, scrolling through Reddit on your Switch and you get a Switch Lite to play. Baffling decisions all around. They lost billions, maybe millions. I don't know. One of the two. They lost a lot of money because they're dumb. Let's talk about car superheroes. Sure, but I've got one closing statement, and that's they're marketing to the wrong people. They shouldn't be marketing to young people who have all the free time in the world. They should be marketing to specifically like parents who just became parents who don't ever have free time because like, oh, I can watch an episode of something in 10 minutes while my kid decides to take a 10 minute nap for some reason. Okay. Yeah, I could see that marketing working a lot better. I I don't know why only on your phone. It makes no sense. Uh, (laughs) We have to. It's a cars podcast. One, I'll say a thing that'll transition us back. Do you know what today is for us, not for the listener, John? Our year and a half? No, that's stupid. It's Lightning McQueen Day because it is September 5th, 9-5. Ah, you know, I'm upset because I think you've actually mentioned this specifically before. No, yeah, we've been doing this long enough that I did this last year, so... It's all only on you, man. Fair enough. Oh, boy. But okay. we're not going to talk much about him today. <laughs> Happy Lightning McQueen Day. Uh, make sure to reach out to... Uh, I'm, uh, again, it's not going to be Lightning McQueen Day for you all when you're listening to this, because that's how linear time works, unless it's a year from now or some period. Okay, it could be Lightning McQueen Day. You got me. But probably not. So make sure to get like the belated Lightning McQueen Day cards and send like, oops, we forgot. Ka-chow. That kind of cards uh, off to your loved ones. I have uh, a weird energy coming in today, man. Fair enough. But we did talk about Quibi for 10 minutes. So I think we both do. We did a Quibi of Quibi. Man, <laughs> who could have said? A Quibi Quibi. All right. So <laughs> let's talk about superheroes. Uh, let's talk about... What are you doing, Bella? Bella! She's pissed, John. She's mad about Quibi. Bella does not handle uh, new things well because excitable. Uh, is dog, so. Mm-hmm. Is dog. Uh, also, when Bella started discovering rain in that two-week period where it rained every day, it was very difficult on her because uh, that meant that, of course, she can't go outside to pee even though there's a dog door. Hmm. That's rough. <laughs> How dare you? Hey, man, I do what I can. Talk about superheroes. <laughs> All right. So, superheroes. Let's talk about superpowers in the Cars verse that would not be superpowers. Okay. All right. Fast. Well, fast, sure, but depends on how fast. Because if we're talking like uh, Ida from uh, Boku no Hero, then of course sure. uh, he's as fast as a car so he's not he's nothing he's nothing yeah uh but if we're talking like the flash fast then that's just you know mater yeah that that's still something uh that that's that's and 
that's just Mater is an interesting statement because Mater is Mater's everything. Mater is the the tip of the power. Uh, he's like, uh, what's the the android who can take all the powers? Amazo. Mm-hmm. Is he like I don't know the zenith of power in the DC universe? Probably not. No, not at all. Yeah, he gets See, super powerful in the DC animated animated universe. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's weird. DC's power levels. Well, no. Comics in general, power levels are ridiculous and you shouldn't even worry about them because if you're a fanboy who argues, oh, Superman could totally beat Thor. No, Thor's got magical lightning. So we could... I mean, sure, sure, sure. But like also literally God exists in both universe. So, eh. <laughs> yeah. Who knows, man? Who can say anything about anything? Yep. Us. That's what a podcast is. We tricked you. Uh <laughs> All right, so fast but not too fast is not a superpower in the Carsverse. Super strength, that's just being a bigger vehicle. Yeah, again, like Superman or Hulk level strength is is a different story because they can like move planets, etc. and maybe destroy planets. Uh, as we discussed planets. in the Avengers episode, though, the phrase of original Superman was as powerful as a locomotive, so exactly as strong as Superman. Yes, but obviously Superman is more powerful than a locomotive. He, yeah. There's, there's, there's been a, a bit of a power creep with him. There was a panel I read like within the past year, well, a few years, and it was Superman having his strength tested. And it was like, oh, yeah, it's about 52 quintillion pounds. Yeah. Enough so to like, destroy the entirety of the Earth, even though he was just in the Earth's core being tested. Yeah. Uh, but the statement stands as like maybe original Superman, like in mm-hmm. his original uh, appearance is as equally powerful as a locomotive. So like, I don't know, trains are Superman. Mm-hmm. And we've already said trains are gods. So I guess they're also Thor. Well, we've said they're demigods, which demigods. Yeah, there you go. Percy Jackson, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, Percy Jackson's. I never even read past the lightning thief, but the more I think about the fact that they were like, oh yeah, there's no such thing as uh, having uh, a disability per se. You just have other things that make you special and able to read Greek. Yeah, that is a thing that they said. That's just so weird. It is, but I will say he's been very good at uh, inclusivity. Yes, thank you, of uh, the LGBTQA plus community. So... You know, win some, you lose some. Nice. Uh, I'm not going to mention the sad thing. Okay. Okay. I love it. It's a comedy podcast. Why would you mention a sad thing? Uh, Good point. So, uh, (laughs) super strength, there's that. And then there's ability to, I guess, I would say like energy projectiles or whatnot. But really, that's just what I'm saying is there are tanks who can fire missiles. So. Yeah, like. Scarlet a gun. Yeah, like Scarlet Witch or like Cyclops who have like laser beams they shoot or magic or Doctor Strange powers. That's maybe not fully represented by anyone other than Mater, but like Iron Man, we got lots of Iron Men here. Mm-hmm. It's now, a civilization of Iron Men. You've brought me to something I wanted to talk about, and I don't know if we talked about it in the Avengers episode, but if we're going for laser vision. Sure. Do they shoot it out of their eyes or their headlights? 
one would make a lot more sense because it's where light comes out and laser is good is like powerful light and but... also if we consider it to be the eyes then their laser vision is far more powerful why is that the beam would be massive that is true okay yeah well the beam would be massive coming out of their headlights too either yeah, way but like even comparatively it's still magnitudes more power yeah are you, are you assuming that the beam comes out of the entirety of their windshield or their pupils? I'm assuming that it's just comparable eye size is yeah. like we're doing that as a reference. So like if Superman's eye lasers are so big, like if we assume the uh, diameter is the size of the pupil, then the size of the pupil of a car is massive. Yeah, but that I mean, that also goes along with it would be bad if they fought like, I don't know, me, but in their universe, it'd be, it scales with the size of their body. So it wouldn't actually have that much more of an impact. It'd have like an environmental impact of like, if they miss the building gets more destroyed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but boy, howdy, just thinking about how car sizing can scale in this universe. Imagine the difference between like Luigi having uh, the, the laser vision Versus sure. uh, the Dwight D. Fleisenhauer. <laughs> yeah. Their laser vision going against each other is going to be uh, very tragic. Yeah, it wouldn't be like your classic, uh, like you see like Zod and Superman uh, do their laser vision at each other and it like meets and it's really cool and cinematic. It, Luigi would be enveloped fully. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. And then you think about like Zeta beams, and that's just crazy. I know Omega beams that uh, Darkseid has. What are Zeta beams? Even better Omega beams? What Darkseid has? Or do, do I just have the wrong name for them? You know, it might be both. Okay, whatever. Oh no, I I got DC. DC has both. Uh, the Zeta beam oh. is the teleporting one. Omega beams got is it. yeah the one that he can aim and like will always hit or whatever. Mm -hmm. The, the laser that will chase you and look like lightning, but Zeta beams are the teleporty beams that sure. I believe might come from boom tubes. Sure. I always, I assume the average person doesn't know any of the stuff we're talking about, but I'm curious if you, our listeners, know the stuff we're talking about. So let us know if you understood the words Omega beams, dark side, and boom tubes. <laughs> yes. All right. All right, all right, all right. I mean, we talked about this literally last week, which is why we're talking about it this week. But flying is nothing. <laughs> flying is nothing, except, like, if you're a car. But even then, it's nothing because we've seen cars do it. Yeah, we've seen Mater supernaturally do it, and, like, Finn McMissile spy car do it. So And there's Lightning like an... almost do it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there, there's, like, an Iron Man version and a, like, Superman version of like mm -hmm. natural ability versus augmentation both exist in the cars first. Okay. So there's that we've seen Finn McMissile or maybe another, I don't know. I think it was Finn McMissile do the Aquaman thing of just being aquatic when they wanted to be. Yeah, it was Finn McMissile. Uh, I was going to go to Aquaman. I mean, talking to fish. I mean, I feel like fish are probably just vehicles. Yeah. I feel like they could do that. 
<laughs> and like they would maybe not i mean getting the fish to do what you want and talking to the fish are certainly two different things but like i don't know i feel like with the right radio frequency if you could communicate with a non-sentient fish vehicle there's that and then you think about the fact that anything that has sonar has this ability essentially already and that's just i know where all the fish are <laughs> yeah so, so submarines have like sort of a spidey sense almost when you think mm-hmm. about it like and a, it's radar. a more accurate spidey sense because what a spidey sense is based on is like hyper fast reaction time due to sensitivity to uh, all conditions due to like microfiber hairs on the spider so like it's just extreme awareness of your surroundings yeah that is pretty covered by having you know <laughs> radar and much and, like uh, on a period of miles as opposed to mm-hmm. miles morales am i right okay uh <laughs> speaking of spider-man spider powers and whatnot uh uh-huh. i guess it's time for my interesting anecdote of the week yeah, we'll see about that so uh day or two ago i got really tired i went to bed as soon as i got home from work and then i slept for about 12 hours and then i was john this is not abnormal for John. And I woke up to see a weird looking spider bite on me. And I'm still waiting for the powers to kick in, but I'm hopeful. Hey, jury's still out on whether that was an interesting antidote or not. I'm going <laughs> to. Well, yeah. If spider bites are bad. Keep an eye on it, <laughs> I guess. Yep. It's very unsettling to look at. Yeah. If it gets bigger. I don't know. Google it. I'm not a doctor. Uh, But if you get super strength, that'd be pretty cool. All right, let's talk about another superpower related to Spider-Man that we already know exists in this universe. And that is, of course, Mater's hook is essentially webbing. Yeah, I don't know that we ever see Mater Spider-Manning around, which is incredible to me that we do not, that they did not ever have Mater spider-man around anywhere i am positive he has done something at least comparable to it i've seen him hanging from things and swinging in some fashion so i assume it has to be similar yeah like we know he has such control such like fine motor control over his hook and line that he could probably and like we've like you're saying we've seen him hang from it we've seen him swing a little bit back and forth I'm just saying we haven't ever seen, like, in a Mater's Tall Tale, him, like, traveling the the city streets with it. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the more, like, completely within every sense of the word canon that there is uh, for Mater. That's disregarding, like, godlike abilities that we assume. Yeah, we've, we've seen Mater travel through time, but we haven't seen him just swing from his hook. So, that's pretty cool. Uh... Uh, but yeah, I think Mater could. Like, obviously he could. Mm-hmm. See, Even... I don't know if he could do it, like, back to back to back, but I'm sure he could at least do it once. Yeah, he could grappling hook, at the very least. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, he could, like a he Batman. could Tarzan. Yeah, like a Tarzan swing, but I don't know if he would be able to release and then hook it back on something quickly. Yeah, which is a problem that I've come up across every time i've considered like making my own grappling hook type thing is just how do i get it to close how do i get it to reopen and how do i get those things to happen when i want them to without involving much electronics yeah 
I feel like you would have to involve electronics for those things to happen. It would definitely seem so. Yeah. There's no good place for the wiki quote of the day this week, so I'm just going to do it. Give me that uh, conveniently near the middle of the episode of the week. Yeah, I forgot to say of the day, so this has all been the title of the day. Of the day. <laughs> Thank you. This week, we are actually going over to a uh, wiki that I don't think we've ever been on because I was surprised for its existence. It is Disney Pixar's Cars 3.fandom.com slash wiki slash Tubbs Pacer. Now, as a background, Tubbs Pacer is a character in the Cars verse. Of course. Yeah, he is one of the lemons, uh, one of the lemon villains of Cars 2, Mm -hmm. which this is a Cars 3 wiki. Why is Tubbs Pacer here? But it is a bit more explained in that when you go to the page, the entirety of it is, and I'll remind you the character's name is Tubbs. It's all in lowercase. It's Tud's Pacer is a character. <laughs> that's that's all it is. That's all the, the, the Cars 3 wiki has about, about Tubbs Pacer is that Tud's Pacer is a character. It doesn't so, have anything to do with uh, the superhero theme of this week. I just found it and liked it a lot. This one is uh, one that I feel like was probably abandoned a while ago because there are better wikis that encompass more. So all of it's very bad. And by very bad, I mean very good. But that's the mm-hmm. one I found. That's it. That's all I wanted to say is Tud's okay. pa- okay. Pacer is a character. Tud's Pacer is, in fact, a character, according to that wikipedia i don't think tud's pacer is a character but they say he is all right so i guess that means it's time for the fun fact of the day nice so uh lucas you want to guess how they did the uh black suit effect for superman in justice league the or what Mm -hmm. yep i mean did they just color correct the original suit yep in post oh geez (laughs) they didn't make another suit per se to film now what they did is they filmed all the scenes and then they just changed it in post it's rough so uh that's something i guess right right i don't know that it's fun i would almost call that the the not very fun fact of the day because i don't know have a vision for your movie i guess see but the thing is they did that not because they thought oh I want this to be a thing after the fact, but they did it for what I can understand. Two different reasons. Those two reasons are that they wanted to do the black suit Superman, but they weren't sure they were allowed to. So they just went ahead and filmed it without it and had the plan on fixing it in post in case they were allowed to, which bring back the Snyder cut has allowed them to. And uh, then there's the whole wonderful, wonderful thing of, They just didn't want people to know. They didn't want anyone to know that the black suit was going to be as prevalent as it was. So what they did is they just didn't have it be a thing while they were filming. And then they faked it. I don't know that the black suit was like the reveal there. Like, I mean, it shouldn't have been. Yeah, it was a big deal to them. Like, A, obviously Superman was coming back to life. You killed him in the second film of your of your universe of your of DC which cinematic Superman universe was the main character of the first and one of the two main characters of the second. 
And at the very end of the second, you reveal he was alive. Yeah, like the that was either the post-credit stinger or it was just in the movie. I don't remember. Uh, but like, obviously he was coming back. And so like, why the black and silver suit is cool. So like, just lean into the fact that obviously Superman's in it because I think everyone was like, oh, Henry Cavill is filming. Obviously he's in it. And mm-hmm. have it be like a cool like hype thing for the fanboys who are like, oh, black and silver suit. How neat. There's that. And then there's the uh, wonderful thing you have to think about of they went through all that trouble, but they never even considered giving him the mullet. You know, I get it was a different time, man. <laughs> they could they couldn't have gotten away with the mullet. No, <laughs> they, they could have. They could have. You know, they could have. Have you seen Henry Cavill? He is too handsome for him to not be able to pull off a mullet maybe like a full long hair like his witcher look sort of but like shorter than that but like a mullet no i'm sure even a mullet as long as it's not like they shave the sides and the top and just give him very long back that i don't think he could look all that great with but still absolutely sure that uh he could pull off long hair but with obviously longer hair in the back well we'll just have to agree to disagree my friend uh as we often do about the dc cinematic universe (laughs) wonder woman and shazam are good uh aquaman was a very fun film aquaman was fine i had no major gripes with it it's forgettable but it's fine uh love me a good like 80s action flick feel to a movie oh yeah i had a ton of fun watching it but like Mm -hmm. ask me any character besides Aquaman and, you know, the main villain and Amber Heard's character. Is that Amber Heard? That's not her name. Is that her name? It is. It's Mera. Mera, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there were a bunch of, like, Atlantean world building that was, I don't know, fun enough. Anyway. <laughs> Did you know that Unite the Seven was not supposed to be a campaign for the Justice League, but people assumed it was, so they just went with it? Was it the Seven Seas for mm-hmm. Aquaman? Jeez, I'm crow. Okay. <laughs> yep. It was supposed to be Unite the Seven Seas, and they just decided, you know what? Let's go with Justice League, I guess. Wait, were there seven members of the Justice League in nope. Justice League? Okay. Nope. Yeah. Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Batman, Aquaman, Cyborg. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Good stuff, DC. Now, uh, was there supposed to be seven? Who knows? I guess we'll find out. And then Zack Snyder will have us be like, ah, see, he knew he was playing four-dimensional chess. The whole now the time. movie's just not good. Whatever. Uh, we'll find out once we watch the four episodes. We'll find out once we watch the mini-series of Zack Snyder's movie that he redid and made four hours long. Uh, okay. Just, just a warning, audience. If you did not enjoy Batman vs. Superman... Do not expect to enjoy this miniseries. I'm gonna watch it. Like, you obviously I'm gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm gonna be mad while I'm doing it. See, my, my opinions on the films were, essentially was, uh, Batman vs. Superman was a very well-made movie that I very much liked, uh, and The Justice League was a very fun movie that I think a lot more people could, like, enjoy casually, but also a much worse made movie. Oh, also Man of Steel was fine. I forgot that Man of Steel is technically part of, not even technically, is part of the DC, DCU. Yep. DCEU, sorry. Yep, yep, yep. It's it's the first. 
We haven't talked about cars in a second. Uh. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about uh, things that cars have and do in their world that would be superpowers in our world. I mean, Again, there's flight. Flying. <laughs> flying. Planes. They're planes. Going people. real fast. Uh, ability to uh, take a lot more damage than we would be able to. Yeah, they're durable. I wouldn't say they're like impervious. They're not bulletproof, but they're bullet resistant more than we are, I guess. Mm hmm. Uh, like, if they get hit by a car without being inside of something, they're more likely to survive than we are. Yeah, they'll take less damage at the very least. Mm -hmm. uh, like, if I was going 198 miles and had the stuff happen to me that happened to Lightning McQueen at the beginning of Cars 3, I don't think I would have survived, so... True. Uh, I don't imagine that having, like, a lot of my body parts explode and fly off of me would be... Something I would ever recover from. Or e even just, like, setting aside his feet exploding uh, and his, like, various body parts flying off. I'm just saying, if I'm thrown at 198 miles per hour onto concrete, like, horizontally, it won't go well for me. Even with it, perfect landing conditions, you're probably dead. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't go well for Lightning, but like he was fine in, after a short, like after it faded rest. to black. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean fast. <laughs> fast. There's fast uh, ability to drink gasoline. <laughs> that was that was somehow literally also the exact one I thought of in that second. Uh, uh, I think it's because we're both fans of Matter Eater Lad. Oh, of course. Oh, Matter Eater Lad, that's such a strange and wonderful creation. It's it's genuinely an interesting superpower to be able to A, bite through most things, and B, digest them without mm -hmm. dying. I mean, alright, is that a better superpower or worse superpower than arm fall off boy? Could he throw the arm and then reattach it? Yes. So he has a weapon. Of, he a always has weapon. a weapon. Uh, was handcuffs he like part don't really work on him. Yeah. Was he particularly good at throwing it? I don't believe so. I think he usually used them as clubs. Okay. But you did mention handcuffs, which if you make one of them fall off, then you've got a flail. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. I but would say again, matter, matter Eater Lad is better. <laughs> yeah, because he could just eat through the handcuffs. <laughs> yeah, and if he throws the arm at it, he'll eat it and then like, I'm sorry, you can't have your arm back, and then your powers are gone. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he can control his arms while they're off. That is something. If he can, if he has motor control of, like, his hands and arms, he could, like, drop it down a hole and, like, have it do computer hacking or, like, break someone out of jail or something. That could be interesting. Mm -hmm. But then again, there's Cyborg who can just do that also. No, yeah, it's still not a, like... <laughs> It's not, it doesn't raise his power ranking that much, but like it makes it better. And then you think about like, okay, so uh, you got that power, but also your arms look super weird all the time, no matter what. So eh, is it worth it? Yeah. But if he could like control them when he throws them, he could like keep it in the shape of a boomerang which probably wouldn't make it behave like a boomerang, but in comics logic, might make it behave like a boomerang. Mm. Mm -hmm. So there's that. 
I would say all cars have arm fall off powers also then if we're going for that. If you consider the tires to be arms, then absolutely. Or body parts fall off at the very least. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah. uh there's a supervillain who blows people up, but that's not exactly a superpower. I feel like there are lots of supervillains who blow people up. Yeah, uh, but he uses a machine to do it. <laughs> I feel like there are lots. This is, most of them are called missiles. Uh, but <laughs> Okay, let's talk about Cyborg in the Carsverse. Okay. What's that look like? <laughs> what does Cyborg look like in the Carsverse? I mean, I feel like it looks like Finn McMissile. Sure, but a big thing about Cyborg is that he feels separate from the human race because yeah. he feels like he's more robot than man. Yeah. You always say that electric cars are cyborgs, not specifically mm-hmm. cyborg. Mm-hmm. Uh, and electric cars in this universe, I assume, very much just like the norm. So that can't exactly work. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they feel a little bit separated, but like not... To the extent that Cyborg is a robot man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, not to be confused with Robot Man from Doom Patrol, of course. Yeah. Uh, a man with very, very similar uh, struggles daily life-wise. You know, am I human? What, like, what am I? What does this count? Sort of questions. Except he's all robot. So, well, he's got except a brain, his brain. There, But yeah, but. I mean, even sometimes then he doesn't have the brain. Yeah. In the comics, I think there were like there was a series where you find out that his brain had also been replaced with just programming. And then he's like, do I have a soul? I almost certainly don't now. It was real sad. Yeah. Watch the Doom Patrol show. It's really, really good. I want to. I really do. It's very good. If you got to get HBO Max for the Snyder Cut, it's on there. So bada bang. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't going to just find some illegal way to watch it. What? (laughs) No, yeah, I don't. I I don't know how I'm going to watch it either. HBO Max is money. But I want to okay. talk a little about the superheroes without powers. Uh, so like your Batmans, your... Your, your Batman, if you Your will. Batman? Your Jason yes. Batman? <laughs> yes, your Jason Bateman. Uh, or your your Green Arrows or, or the supervillain equivalents of which there are even more of like your... The Joker... Does he ever have superpowers besides like one-offs where he gets them somehow? I don't think so, right? I mean, it depends on what you consider superpower. Because like, he's resistant to a lot of poisons for various reasons. He is immune to his own he's Joker got a bunch toxin. Of chemical damage to his he's, body. <laughs> yeah, he's got like weird, uh, common things where like, oh, because he's crazy, he's able to think in a way that other people can't think. Like he can balance multiple thought processes at the same time it's it's weird yeah but he doesn't have traditional superpowers at the, like that like folks who are in the superhero realm doing superhero stuff your wildcat usually doesn't have superpowers i feel like i feel like i'm gonna say something wrong but you know what i'm saying so like what do you, are, are they just like again your finn mcmissile is he you know batman I mean, he's James Bond, but that raises yeah. the question, is James Bond a superhero? I mean, if you put James Bond in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, he's just like Black Widow. Uh, fair enough. I will say that it's hard for me to consider 
Black Widow to be a superhero. She's a superhero. In the if if the Green Arrow is a superhero, so is Black Widow. I mean, sure, but like she does what she does because she's typically hired to do so. Not in the MCU. She does it for altruistic reasons in the MCU, and that's people's touchstone with her character. I mean, even still, she works for S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, so does uh, uh, Hawkeye. I don't care, man. She's a superhero. She's in the superhero movies. <laughs> She's in the okay. comic books. I'll take it. But like, yeah, James Bond does all the stuff just without a costume. <laughs> I mean, he's got a costume per se. Yeah, he's got like his tuxedo that he always wears. Mm-hmm. That's and... got like, uh, he's got a, a typical look. And it's an augmented suit that has special things about it. And, I mean, he's got code names, uh, both mm-hmm. 007 and some people consider James Bond itself to maybe be a code name. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say Finn McMissile is our in-universe superhero. Okay. Somewhere in between a Black Widow James Bond with a little bit of Iron Man thrown in there, maybe. Now, using my own logic that I've been using for Black Widow, I would consider Mater to be more of a superhero in that universe. Yeah, but mate, I see using your logic, he doesn't do any of it for good. He doesn't use his powers to He does it because he thinks it's the right thing to do, not because he works for an organization. Yeah, but the stuff that he does is he turns his his like friends fans into dogs and <laughs> Oh, I'm not talking about those scenes. I'm talking about when he just happened to thwart a supervillain. You're talking Cars too, not Mater's Tall Tales. Not Mater's Tall Tales. Okay, you're not talking abilities, you're talking actions. Yeah. If we're going for Mater's Tall Tales, then he's definitely more of a supervillain. Yeah, he's a supervillain. I, I, he I was he almost... tortures his best friend and it just enslaves the world to his will. Yeah, okay. I wanted to make sure we were on the same page because I felt like we were on the same page and then you said that. But <laughs> his actions in Cars 2... I don't know. He's a hero. What makes him super? Okay. He does have like the gadgets. He does do the stuff. I don't know. I think, I think Finn McMissile and Black Widow, what a weird pairing I've, we've made, are more of a superhero than Tomater. <laughs> you can quote me on that. Okay. Now, do we think that the man whose name I always forget is a secret Batman character. Who are we talking about? Sterling. Uh, the villain from Cars 3? Yes. Nathan Fillion? Mm-hmm. Like, he is Bruce Wayne, or he is a Batman villain? What are you asking me? Like, he's Bruce Wayne, because he acts like a pompous, rich guy who doesn't understand things, but that's Bruce Wayne's whole thing, is he pretends to be this doofus who also happens to have a ton of wealth and access to all of these strange training technologies... What if he's okay. like studying and trying to recruit people to help make himself the best superhero? Now that I can get into. Because like, who's his star? Well, no, uh, he's he's trying to do all these things and he's getting racing memorabilia. He's collecting large things that are like, I don't know. I don't know how to compare it to the Batcave, but you know what I mean by the Batcave. He's just got weird trophies. Yeah. His, like, Lightning McQueen racing dirt is the equivalent of Batman's giant penny. I see the the line you're going down. So, like, he's got certain aspects that are similar to Batman, 
And uh, I feel like Nathan Fillion could easily pull off a Batman-esque character, at least voiceover-wise. See, I feel, I, I, I understand. I think that Nathan Fillion could also pull off a Lex Luthor type character in voiceover pretty well. And like, I don't know, it feel he's got more of, he's one, he's the antagonist of the movie, sort of. No, Jackson Storm is. But he's one of the antagonists of the movie towards the end. So that doesn't help his case. He's like shown to not have a great moral compass in that. And like that could be explained by him, Bruce Waning and being like, ah, I'm a millionaire playboy. How could I be the Batman? Uh, and also think about the fact that oftentimes Batman is like fighting the league because he makes his own calls that other people really do not agree with. And yeah, then but... think about like Lex Luthor. Would he hire Lightning McQueen? Or would he hire Jackson Storm? But he hired Lightning McQueen purely to make money from him. He hired him for his name and then to force him to retire, which that's a Lex move. He hired him for his name and because he was a huge fan. And he then said he was a huge fan. His I, actions I'm willing later to believe in the movie. That he was a huge fan who, you know, I, I don't know how to say it. He kind of wanted to preserve the legacy of this person he was a fan of, but also he was interested in the money of it. it. It's, I feel like both of those things are true because in the end the King's uh, people, he Tex. gets talked to by Tex and Tex yes. is like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to teach you how to be a good person. So like, clearly they don't want you to think of Sterling as just a bad guy. He's willing to listen and he, clearly did care enough to at least give all of this memorabilia a great respectful place in this like museum to a person he was a fan of. Yeah, but I could also see it as like, I mean, the way he treats, treats Cruz is bad. It's bad. Yeah, but like uh, Bruce Wayne is not exactly a, a respectful person when it comes to women. Sure. Absolutely foolhearted agree. Uh, but like, I could see him almost, if he had Lex Luthor type ambitions, I could see it almost being a story of, oh, he recognized Cruz's talent. He knew that Cruz could be an incredible athlete and maybe rival his own abilities. So he hired Cruz and then stuck her in this going nowhere job so she wouldn't realize her potential and be able to rise up against him when his plans unfold and his training has completed. Now, this is a lot to say about Sterling, the villain from Cars, the secondary villain from Cars 3. So is saying he's Batman, so I feel fine about it. I mean, that's one of the beautiful things about Lex Luthor, is that he could have easily become Batman. Yeah, fully. I think that's a really interesting thing about Lex Luthor. And, and sometimes times whenever Superman is taken out of the picture, he tries to step up and be the hero that is needed. Oftentimes he's very bad at it. Sometimes he's good at it. Mm -hmm. and sometimes it was sad he joins this... the Justice League. It was sad in the most recent issues when he turned evil again and sided oh, with no. Brainiac. Who could have get? Oh, he always is going to side with Brainiac. Is they they align too much? Do you? I think someone explained to me that the most recent issues where they had uh, Lex and Brainiac be on the same side, 
the reason they were complementary is because uh, as a perfect being, Brainiac couldn't really conceive failure and how to react to it. Yeah, and I mean, Lex has that human creativity part of his intelligence. Like, you can't fault Lex for being unimaginative. He's a very, I mean, you can in the fact that he was imaginative and powered his super suit with a radioactive rock that he puts near his heart. And then he got kryptonite cancer in several different stories. Mm-hmm. Oops. And then he cures it with kryptonite. Oops. Uh, electricity powers. They got mm-hmm. electricity in them. They do. And I feel like electricity is going to be very, very effective against large, like, mechanical metal beings. I mean... What is a jump start if not, you know, a, an electric that a car does to another car? Mm-hmm. You know? But then again, rubber tires. Rubber tires. You gotta watch out for them. No. Uh, what, what's the Tesla famously coil. bad line from, from Batman and Robin? Uh, rubber lips are Im- immune to your charms or something? <laughs> yep, but that was Poison Ivy. I thought you were going for Storm and X-Men, like the first one. Oh, the... You know what you know happens, what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? The same, same thing, thing that happens to everything else. And then she demonstrates it. It's, God, superhero movies when they are bad are pretty fun. The whole movie wasn't bad, just that line was bad. Okay, right. how do cars become superheroes? Uh, I feel like there's an obvious track of the classic, either Batman, Iron Man, uh, they just get modifications to their body. But like uh, we've explained how James Bond is in this universe as Finn McMissile, but how do but, we talk about biological powers? Yeah, how do we talk about your metahuman or your mutant? I mean, Superman is an alien, so it is like have an alien car come, and that's mm-hmm. fine. But your metas and your mutants are what I want to get into. All right, we've already talked about how like super, uh, like flight, not really a thing. Being able to fire missiles, and whatnot that all those things like so we can't really talk about super strength or super speed all that well we can't talk about uh flight all that well okay so, like are we talking psychokinetic powers maybe i think everyone has a minor form of that yeah you do think everyone is psychic in this universe uh, but only a when, little bit only a little bit <laughs> and when everyone's special no one is syndrome said that and in the incredibles uh <laughs> superheroes you get it when everybody's car nobody's car but everyone still is car it doesn't translate super well Uh, (laughs) but i was thinking since like mutants have like something different in their genetics maybe some like the equivalent of being a mutant is having like some sort of beneficial factory defect lucas yeah what if everyone in the cars universe is a mutant okay lay it on me like that's it. What if what if there's a weird mutation that makes everyone turn into car? Makes everyone car. So what you're saying is Origin Stories X-Men right now? Mm-hmm. Very specific <laughs> X-Men based power. That spreads. Hmm. It's like a latent thing that just all of a sudden everyone their quirks are unleashed. Okay, can't uh Apocalypse I don't know if he can give people powers, but he can enhance powers, definitely. Yeah, he unlocks your secondary evolution. So if everyone's secondary evolution is car, Apocalypse could do that. Mm-hmm. See, that's one weird thing about X-Men, is that secondary evolutions are just a thing that 
people don't talk about all that much. Uh, like Beast, his primary evolution was just like being a little bit more bestial as a person, like being a little thicker, uh, having the hand feet, being more agile, and then the fur and bulging muscles, that was his secondary form. So like, what if, no matter what it was, if you had like Angel, if you're Angel, your secondary form is your wings become plain. Or, since we already see some mutants' secondary form... What if there's an untalked about, like, tertiary form or fourth form, and that's vehicle? Or maybe just or maybe. one Omega-level mutant decided, I'm going to change everyone into car. Yeah, And that maybe, car became Mater. Yeah, maybe instead of uh, the famous uh, Scarlet Witch, no more mutants moment, where she wiped out, like, most of the mutant powers in the universe, maybe she got... I don't know. She found a car that she really liked. And in a moment of intense emotional happiness, she said, everyone should be a car. She didn't know what she meant, but man, it did happen. Or what if she didn't say no more mutants? She said no more people and all people just became vehicle. Yeah. And the universe was like, listen, I don't want to kill everyone, but like she did say she is Scarlet Witch. So... (laughs) I'll 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 do like genie logic and make it an unintended consequence to her weird. This is a weird episode, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so either there's an omega level mutant, or no more mutants just turned everyone into car. Yeah. Or I guess Why it not? could just be like a cyborg thing where a mother box just appears on Earth and someone touches it and then car infection. Yeah. A no, okay. So Justice League is a prequel <laughs> to Cars. Sure. Because yeah, Steppenwolf gets all three of the mother boxes and actually succeeds and turning everyone what, into cars. That's what Darkseid wanted to happen on Earth. No, it, that's how he subjugates the entire world because now we're producing fumes that Darkseid wants, but Steppenwolf was just doing all of this to prove that he was a good servant, so he turned us all into cars. Okay, yeah, sure. I do want to say, I thought I came up with a pretty good thing where I said maybe cars get superpowers from factory defects. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go back to that, even though you pivoted away from it. All right, let's, let's talk about one that's not really a defect, but it's a very uncommon thing. And that is, of course, our uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde character, who yes. is a car and is a plane. He's, he's man bat, is what he is. He is... Uh, well, he's man bat at will. Yeah. Ah, so, poor man bat. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just want your arm back. Sometimes you just want your hearing back. And you become either a lizard or a bat, respectively. A, a man bat. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the lizard is not called man lizard. <laughs> yeah, but the bat is called man bat. <laughs> so. Okay, okay, okay. I'm saying maybe a car gets super speed. Because there was an accident at the Cheetos factory. No, there was an accident at the at the factory. And somehow it gets real wound up. You know I don't know how cars work. But comics writers don't know how human biology works, so it's fine. All right, so there's an experimental fuel, uh, and this fuel is introduced to an engine when it's being built 
and now the car can only accept this type of fuel, but this fuel makes the car go real fast. Yeah, something like that. Like, I feel like these things happening to it when it's built, because they, they've, we know with uh, Dusty's, Dusty Crop Hopper's struggle to replace his engine block or whatever the hell he needed replaced in Planes Fire and Rescue, like, you can't really change the inner workings of yourself that much. Mm-hmm. So, like, someone couldn't really give themselves superpowers unless, of course, they're operated on by Dr. Maru from Planes Fire and Rescue, who did, in fact, Frankenstein something together in in Dusty Crop Hopper. So, for all we know, Dusty Crop Hopper is a augmented superpower person. But... He, is a, he is a Captain Marvel so there's that yeah yeah something Just like that naturally good and powerful at everything yeah uh then there's the whole dr maru clearly made his minions that all have they're all like atvs that also have the ability to chop down trees and lift trees out of the way so those are clearly experimented augmented people i could see them being like red tornado type beings mm. or they're like his He's Dr. Light, and they're his Mega Men. John, you've gotten that. That one his... went over my head. <laughs> okay, they're his robot masters. Oh, like Dr. Wily. Dr. And... Wily's the bad guy. I don't know Mega Man. <laughs> Podcast seems like it's probably over. We're talking about Mega Man. <laughs> Who is, in a way, a superhero? Yeah, lots of video game characters are, in a way, a superhero. Let's talk about one who isn't. Not, let's not talk about one. Let's list one. Uh, protagonist from Grand Theft Auto. He's a criminal man, a human person. All right, then let's talk about a non-superhuman, I guess, because like, I don't want it to be based on hero or not. I want to think about, like, is there a video game character who's actually really normal? Like, Steve from Minecraft can punch through trees, so that's not normal. I was going to say Stardew Valley, but no, he goes in a mine and he fight. Uh, they've, uh, the protagonist kills monsters on, on the reg. That's the same in most Harvest Moon games, but not all of them. So I'll say protagonist from Harvest Moon, who just like has a farm. Nice. He can usually see magical imps, but he himself doesn't have magic. He just sees them. I'm, and talks I'm sorry, to them. but the ability to see the fey child. Yeah, he's blessed by the goddess. So that's that doesn't count yeah, yeah you got me all right what, like oh what about uh nope can't a nope. sim from the sims well that's that's clearly not that's clearly not the case they have the superpower of doing whatever their master wants them to do including and not limited to just becoming the president if they try hard enough okay i felt and like there are was... sims that can just easily become vampires uh any sports game character, because they're real people, like Peyton Manning in Madden 2017. You know what? Yeah. I'll accept it. Nice. Got there. I'm proud of that one. I right. felt good about it. I don't I don't typically think about sports, so that's fair enough. Yeah. It's a very popular video game genre. Mm-hmm. And you know what's not a very popular video game genre? This podcast. It's a podcast, so it can't be. And it's over. Thank you so much for listening to it. <laughs> uh, we really appreciate that you do it. It's a weird show, and we bring some weird energy to it. So we we really do appreciate y'all tuning in every week. Uh, and 
if you want to like i don't know talk to us you can do that do you know that you like send us emails and stuff and be like i liked it in the podcast when you said peyton manning wasn't a superhero because i was i thought that was good lucas i agree but i don't know that you think that unless you send me an email at uh the kachat at gmail.com or tweet at us at the kachat on twitter you can also dm us there also it's you please send us like stuff to talk about but if you thought my suggestion of peyton manning as a non-video game as a video game non-superhero was good also send us that john says stuff and he's gonna do it right now remember to like comment subscribe tell anyone and everyone that you think might be in the least bit interested in listening to this podcast about said podcast and just uh take it easy have a have a good day a good week a good life and just like just like it take take it as it comes and just be true to you true yeah. to what you feel and uh it's it's a sign of strength to be able to cry so remember that yeah oh yeah man as uh, michael from the good place likes to say take it sleazy that's not our sign off uh it is <laughs> don't forget to float like a cadillac and sting like a beamer who i'm sleepy good Me night too. oh happy lightning mcqueen day it wasn't important to the episode <laughs> sorry <laughs> Uh,